This is To The Point. A Rhino Experience. Voted one of the top home services marketing and operations podcasts. Cutting through the bullshit and getting to the point. Hey, what's up to the point listeners? It is your boy back from Vegas. And I am excited for this episode. Like I always say, I'm excited for this. I wouldn't bring somebody on here if I wasn't excited about the episode. But this is one that I heard a little bit about when I was in Las Vegas and people talking about connected home stuff, smart thermostats. Boy, it's not like it's new. So why were people asking me questions about it? So why not have a podcast about it? So I think we're only a couple of weeks removed from being in Las Vegas at the service Rocket Growth Summit, Profit Growth Summit, Service Something Summit, and Service World Expo. That was down in Tampa. And I'm excited to bring our guest on, Mr. Gene Lenoy, who is a director of professional enterprise industry partnerships. I hope that's correct. Of Google and actually Nest Pro. You are a Nest expert. Gene, welcome to the show, my man. Thanks, Chris. Uh, happy to uh, be here. I, I'm a, you know, call it a listener and always wondered whether or not we'd have uh, some content that might be meaningful to your, uh, to your audience. I think we tried to get this thing done. At AHR Expo, maybe, or somewhere before, I can't remember, because uh, yep. how we got connected was by my vice president of digital strategy, Peter Simpson, who, who who was the was the director of marketing over at ARS Rescue for like 10 years. Yeah. So you guys had done some stuff together, and, and he shared with me before this, I listen, if you got to know Peter, he's a very like dry sense of humor. He's, he's not as much like me, a big extrovert, but he's funny. He's got some funny stuff to super sharp His his delivery of the funny line is what makes it funny. <laughs> Cause it's just not the same. The delivery <laughs> will throw you off if you're not paying attention. <laughs> Good dude. He did a little uh, video with Martha Stewart on the nest, uh, on like the whole connected thing. And that was, um, and so he, he shared with me and I just literally just shared it with the entire, my entire company about him. And I said, street, I said, uh, Stu, or, sh- Peter, now you've got street cred because you're with the queen of homemaking, you know, not only in the home, but also, I mean, in a jail cell, like hang, Peter's hang, got street cred. <laughs> hanging out at her house. I, if I, re- <laughs> if I recall, um, a guy on my team was with Peter when they were filming that. And I forget the exact meal, but she literally, if I remember correctly, she cooked him something to eat. And, and I was like, how was it? And he was like, oh, it was, it was so good. It was so good. So, she made me the best bologna sandwich I've ever had. I think it was egg something. I don't remember what it, exactly what it was. But, you know, Peter's uh, not only, you know, chilling with Martha, but he's she's making them lunch or something. So it's Dude, kind of cool. it was cool. So I watched the little video. It was very short. All you do if you're listeners, you want to hear, you can just Google Martha Stewart nest and you'll find it. But this podcast is around like the whole connected home stuff, thermostat. And, and it was coming up a lot this, this past, or I guess when we're listening to it a couple weekends ago and it still continues to come up. So I'm always intrigued by it. I'm glad we finally got to connect and I want you to go ahead and let our listeners know. I mean, cause if you've not really put much thought in, into it and whether you're a, a, a nest fan or not is irrelevant. Like this is really about just that world and what's it going to look like in the future. Um, and what's, and what's it look like now? And what are the, some, some of the things you love about it and some of the things that you hate about it. And I'm going to go through these things with Gene. So Gene, if you would, right from the start, let's just go ahead. And, um, I mean, before we get into what your, your background is, 
the way I look at this, because I'm, you know, for those who might be listening for the first time, I'm the CEO of a company called Rhino Strategic Solutions, which is a digital marketing company for the home services industry since 2008. So 15 years I've been in the trade specifically. And guess what? One of my main tools is Google. Guess what Google bought? Nest. I mean, and you were at Nest for what, like five years or something like that prior. So I think all in between that purchase and you being a Google, you're roughly around like the nine year time frame of kind of being in the same space. But Google bought Nest for $3.2 billion in what, 14, Gene? Is that 2014? Yeah. Well, yeah. January of 14, then closed in February of 14. So not only Damn. was it, I mean, just um, it was a super fast closing and, and, when I tell you it was like life-changing, it was life-changing in so many, so many ways. And, um, I've been in the industry since 1991, right? So for, for your listeners, I started off as an HVAC contractor, um, in Western Massachusetts. Um, and from there, I, I, I held various different roles. I went from a contractor, sold my business, um, in the nineties, there was tons of consolidation from there, moved into the a manufacturer side controls was with Honeywell for eight years. And then I decided to get into the wholesale distribution side, that wholesale distribution side, um, it led me to this relationship with nest and, and nest was a startup, but what <laughs> I didn't, re- what I, what I didn't know is coming from the legacy HVAC world, um, what the pace, what a fast pace a um, Silicon Valley startup was. I, I, I you know, the, the thing that I, I'll say out loud in like casual conversations is I realized that I was sort of on vacation when I was doing those other jobs besides running my own business. When I was running my own business, it was, you know, you're playing with your own rent money. You are yep. working day, night, thoughts in between everything. Yep. But that time, time in between, all of a sudden in the startup world, and not only was I in a startup, a Tech Valley startup, but I was in a Tech Valley startup in an industry talking to a lot of people that knew nothing about HVAC. Um, and so the communication and the pace and the, I didn't know what an API was. Uh, back in that day, right? Somebody started saying API. I had to go look up what an API was because I I just wasn't exposed. So um, yeah, totally different world, totally different environment. Wouldn't change the experience whatsoever. Um, and it it has allowed me to build something that um, I think is impactful on a lot of trades, um, but certainly heavily impactful on the HVAC uh, trade. And that's not only the contractors, but it's the manufacturers and it's the wholesalers. So it's really, really cool to just be putting a, I, you know, I call it a, like a little bit of a footprint in, in the history of the industry. Yeah. Cause you've been all three of those. Yeah. Um, yeah so you've done all of it because you, and then, so we went from the Honeywell stuff into one of those, one of the Watsco or into yeah. Watsco, right? Yeah, well, Carrier and, Enterprise, and then the, just a Watsco corporate role. So uh, they were launching the Gree Mini Duckless Split line um, on an exclusive, and so that was that became my job. Like, let's let's get this this brand out there, and um, that led just led me to these opportunity to to see Nest. Um, Nest was a startup. They did the unveiling in front of me, and they were like, "What do you think?" And I was like, "I think you're going to kill it." 
Um, you know, I, I, this thing is, and then, you know, I said, here's the things I think you need to change. And so, you know, when you look at the iconic nest learning thermostat, there's a gen one, that's the same thing I saw on the unveiling. There was a gen two that incorporated, a, a, I'm proud to say a number of, uh, feature sets that I thought was really important for, for, from a contractor perspective. And then of course I was there on, on the gen three as well, but yeah. The, wow. the experience of being a contractor, doing that work, being a business owner, um, and then working in the controls industry, uh, and then being on the wholesale side uh, and dealing with contractors on, you know, just hearing the different things that concern them. Um, I've been able to take all of that and bring it, bring it to work every day. Yeah. Well, then let's just jump right into it because I mean, the name of the podcast is to the point so we can get to the point. Well, but I, but I, I legit want to, you know, just to address that, you know, kind of like you and I were talking a little bit about pre-podcast is, you know, some love it, some don't. Um, and some aren't educated enough, um, believe it or not. And um, I, I want to talk about some of those things. So if we can, I mean, you know, some will say, man, it's really hard to, you know, to mark up from the retail price or it's, you know, technicians don't like dealing with the Wi-Fi, or, you know, or explaining how it works or just set it at, you know, 72 degrees. But how do you help like some of these people or these contractors that aren't fans or don't get it or, or have those frustrations to kind of get over that hump and be successful with it? There, it, it sort of depends on the pressure point that they're pointing on, right? But let's the, the the thing that really frustrated a lot of contractors about Nest when it first came out was the fact that it was transparent pricing uh, right. to the customer, right? The customer yep. knew that um, a Nest thermostat in that day and still now was $249. And yep, can't come off it. I mean, it, you know, they know what the price is. There, there it was. The, what I've always said is, well, and we did a few things like one, we, when, once I got involved in the business, we changed some of the price structure. We tried to add a little bit more margin to the overall channel, right. To the wholesaler, to the contractor. Um, but you're still in this, you know, uh, constrained margin, uh, perspective because a product costs something and get a retail price on. Then what we did is we also created value of creating a pro specific SKU, right? So it was a different model number, different box. And then we added um, a, the warranty to go to five years while the consumer warranty in retail was two. So we wanted to give the pro some more separation and value to sell. Um, but I think the, the bigger thing that my, that I ran into and, and my team runs into and has always, most of our sales really happen when an, a system is being sold and, um, you know, con it, it, there's most contractors are giving what I call, um, you know, the full pizza price, uh, versus your system is $10,000. And the thermostat is two forty nine. Um, include the nest in your in your ten thousand or your ten thousand five hundred or your twenty thousand or whatever the number is. There's really no reason to break it out, and you can make whatever margin you want. Um, I think you know for a while there, we've come so far with contractors and have, have built a lot of credibility because there's consumers love and want our product. They just don't know 
you know, they buy less than two systems in their entire lifetime. So their experience on, on buying an HVAC system is pretty, pretty limited. They want the product. They just don't know if they can have it based on what the contractor is, is suggesting. And, um, you know, contractors can go with the point of least resistance and, and include an S thermostat customer wants it helps you sell the job. Um, but what we've also been doing in the background is continuing to build value for the, for the contractor. Um, and now, you know, we, we created what was called a pro ID. So when you sign up for a Nest pro, you get your pro ID, you enter it into the, to the thermostat. We, every thermostat that is on a wall and every new one that comes out of a box, as soon as it's lit up, um, we download, we, we download what's called HVAC monitoring. So we're, we're able to see when a system's not running correctly. And if something's not running correctly, we, we digitally using technology enable that homeowner, that customer that that contractor worked super hard for. We tell them, this is who installed it. Do you want to contact them? Do you want to reach them? Here's their information. And then depending on their level of, of desired interaction, they can, the customer can literally push a blue button, schedule the call with that contractor. And that's a paid visit. It's not like they're expected to go out there for free. That's a paid job. And then whatever that repair is that needs to be done, that's between the contractor and the homeowner. So like the transparent pricing, one, I think it's, there's a level of reality of how the business works. And then two, why would you not want to use a thermostat that is going to use technology to keep you connected to your consumer? It, everybody wants to keep their, their customer. Um, so I think, you know, there was a lot of steps there that we did, that we've done and that we continue to do to, to build value and separation from the, from the standard big box business. And all the big manufacturers are also in those same big boxes. Uh, but we do take uh, a little bit of, uh, some extra ribbing, uh, it seems like sometimes. Yeah. And I, and I have some of the questions around the OEMs too. Um, so I want to, and now like, so that makes a lot of sense to I mean, on the diagnostic type stuff too. And I'm going to, and I actually have that as a, as a question a little bit later of what that looks like and the progression of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now listen, you got plenty of fans too, right? That, that, <laughs> that do, that, all, that do love this, you know, that, that have figured out how to, um, sell it or do really understand the, the value. And so how do you see, um, how do you see like some of the contractors using, and obviously since you work for Nest, let's just talk about that specifically. Sure. How are they using that to get ahead of their competitors? Because um, it does more than just temperature, right? Because like even on the video I watched with, with Peter and Martha Stewart, she basically was like, Hey, you know, show me my um, greenhouse camera or something like that. And yeah. it shows like the camera pop up because yeah. you have like the smoke and the CO detectors or the, I mean, the, um, Cameras, yep, yep, yep. Yes. I mean, we got a wide array. We've got a, we have, um, God, uh, you know, uh, I always feel like I'm, I, I try to, I want to give credible, credible information to your audience and I don't want to sound like a commercial. Um, but there are certain things that I do want to like, just make sure that the audience knows at the same time, we've got the largest smart home portfolio under one app. Right. Um, the, the interesting piece is that, the thermostat opens up the opportunity for all those other products because to install the thermostat you need to have the app 
And once you have the app, now if you want to have the cameras, it's going to run off the same app. You you want the door lock. It's going to run off the same app, um, doorbell, um, Wi-Fi, uh, you name it, like all that stuff. And you can run third-party products. You want to control lighting, blinds, shades, fans, coffee maker, your Roomba, whatever. Like that thermostat opens up that opportunity. And I think years ago it was different. And the industry, I think, is still looking and making comparisons to this is a, a Wi-Fi connected stat and that's a Wi-Fi connected stat. And what I would, you know, what I'm always trying to get the industry to understand is once you install that thermostat, you now have a, an array of products to be able to consistently talk to that customer about. Um, and most of them are super hot products that they want to know about. They just don't know that a contractor is capable of doing it. You know, a doorbell is two wires and it's 24 volts. We we connect that stuff on thermostats all day long, right? But a, a HVAC contractor does not see themselves as being in the camera business. But the infrastructure of smart home is so critical, so critical because it's going to touch everything that has power going to it at some point here in the near future your refrigerator your dishwasher your stove your solar power uh your ev charger uh whatever it may be smart home is going to touch that and um you know arguably there's you're either running your home um from a google assistant where you saw martha martha ask to to see a camera or you're using that other brand um but that platform of running your home from a display and or voice is that is going to touch everything and so there is a big opportunity that starts with the thermostat it's a major entry point and it doesn't rely on weather it doesn't rely on a catastrophic event. Um, and most consumers really want some of those smart home things. That's why the industry is growing so fast. Yeah. Uh, so it's more about how do we how do we ensure a contractor can feel comfortable about entering? Um, you know, Wi-Fi, you said it, Chris. There is an HVAC contractor gonna sell Wi-Fi, probably doesn't have very high interest point in doing that. Um, but the answer is they can if they want, but you need to have be comfortable that if something doesn't work, does your customer know to call us to deal with that Wi-Fi or are they going to call their office? And now they don't know how to diagnose that. Um, so I get that. Th those are those are real. Those are real risks um, in the business. You Now, you mentioned the like we started kind of talking about the manufacturers a little bit. Yeah. I mean, clearly this has forced them to step up the game. Um, what are you seeing in that whole world? Like, <clears throat> I mean, are you, it's, I mean, when you think back to when this thing first started coming out, like gen one and yeah. where smart and where smart thermostats are at today, I mean, clearly this thing was pushing that, yeah. that industry, that part of the industry to get better, get better technology, do all these things. Yeah. Um, how are you kind of seeing that thing change and how are the, like, what are the, like, from your perspective, how important is this 
to the OEMs, like how much attention do you think they're, they are focusing on this, on this piece of the business right now? Because the way I've always somewhat viewed this, I shouldn't say always, but let's say the last seven, eight years of, of me being in the trades too, I've yeah. always kind of looked at, this is like the nucleus that everybody wants to own the wall, <laughs> own the wall, because think about it. Like you could be, a, I, I remember going through a, um, a consolidation with one of my customers and they, and they were a major, major player and they were consolidated by like a $400 million privately held security company, home security company. Yep. And the, th- and the thought process was, well, I want to own the wall security HVAC. Like, and I was like, that's the first time I really had thought like, Oh shit, that makes so much sense. Yeah. You want to own the wall. And if you look now today, it makes so much sense. Why? Because like you just said, it should be touching everything, whether it's your security, your cameras, your, you like your, uh, you said your EV charger, which I've got like all the yep. things and I can do it from a phone. Yep. So, so I see how important this thing is. And I'm curious because sometimes even though the OEMs have all this R and D still aren't like getting these things squared away. And there's always something like, there's always something new and better that comes along with it. But what are you seeing with like the manufacturers in, in this whole space? SmartAC.com, SmartAC.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. SmartAC.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. Uh, I, so I name name a manufacturer in the space and I'll just tell you, yes, I talked to them, <laughs> right? Like there's, there's conversations that continue to happen across the board because I think there's been some realization, you know, there are, there are, there are manufacturers out there that thought that maybe they would be the operating system of the home. And it just hasn't necessarily worked out for a lot of those same reasons that I talked about of a contractor, not seeing themselves as the person that would install yep. video door, it. right. But, yep. um, all the OEMs, I would say to this point have kind of realized that they need to figure out the right ways to put, to participate in that smart home and make sure that their stuff is super relevant. Um, and I think there's a number of factors that will play a role in that. Um, the electrification of the home involves heavy heat pump, um, you know, uh, to be included as part of that. And so, um, that process also takes into, uh, account a whole bunch of other things that are smart and they don't want. I think everybody's come to the realization that people want less apps and, yep. less, you know, outside things. I, I yep. want one app for my light, one app for my, uh, my thermostat and one app for my door lock or whatever it may be. Yep. So I think the OEMs, um, are really interested in how they play a significant role, but the, the amount of information that's in an HVAC system um, and that the information to be transmitted from 
from that unit to some type of customer facing um, delivery. Um, it, it varies because different units have different pieces of information. And a lot of these things are not in great places. They're in attics, they're in you know basements or in crawl spaces, um, and they're in metal boxes. So how do you get the signal from point A to point B is also right. a concern. Yeah. Uh, but the what one of the big things I think the industry needs to know about that, uh, the cons the consumer electronics industry is probably up to speed faster on um, is a protocol called Matter, and Matter is um, it is a protocol that is being invested and utilized by Apple, by Samsung, by Google, by Amazon, and is it the unicorn that uh, you know everybody is now going to use this one protocol to talk and communicate with each other? Um, I hope so. Like, it, this sounds like the best chance that we've ever had versus are we going to do Bluetooth? Are we going to do Zigbee? Are we going to do Z-Wave? Um, is it Wi-Fi? Like, all of those still need to exist in some form or fashion. But to get everybody to really inter uh, interconnect, if you will, um, is, is an opportunity for matter. And I think that the OEMs um, have an opportunity to participate with that so that you know you can drop a, a a piece of equipment in someone's home and you can put a thermostat on the wall for the convenience right but it's not it, it there isn't more technical wiring in fact the only thing you probably need is power um and now all of a sudden that system can deliver all of its information regardless if you're operating on my platform you're operating on uh, an Apple or an Amazon or a Samsung. So I think that's what everybody sees. And the question is, is like, when and how um, do we do we start to incorporate that in the strategy at the manufacturing level? Got it. Well, I'm interested in a couple of things you had said. One, you know, I just want to go back to something you said earlier, and I'm going to I'm going to move on to my next question. But do you think there's a time in one of these next gens that are coming where there is no wires? It's just well, wireless. You you always you always need power, um, but do you need to wire up things to you know? Uh, it's a heat pump, so I need uh, a reversing valve wire. Uh, I don't think I think the answer is no. I, I I think it's well within reach that you won't have to do that, right? Um, I mean, today you uh, you install a TV and you hook it up to Wi-Fi. And then you can stream any content from anywhere in the world, and it just knows because it, it's it's speaking a common language, you know, IP, uh, to grab that and and do that. Uh, and hell, we should be able to do that on an air conditioner. I know, man. Like I said, it it blows my mind. Like I was just, I mean, I travel a ton for. I'm guessing you probably travel a ton too. And so I, when I got back from Las Vegas a few weekends ago, I went straight up to my cabin because I needed like an R and R day. And I only have streaming, like I, all the TVs are, are streaming. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like, it's crazy to think through that. Like, like even, even when I look at connected TV, like uh, uh, from a marketing perspective, OTT or something like that, where there's a lot of cord cutters now who aren't even like worried about cable at all. Like it's not even a thing. Yeah. There's yeah. a generation that has no idea what the hell that even is. 
I, yeah. I only so, have Wi-Fi coming into my home. I don't have any more cable, right? Well, like, and and I do. It's because I live in Arizona, and I love to watch Purdue football, even though they suck. But true. Purdue basketball, all, so I like to watch. Reasons. We all have reasons. <laughs> but, and so, yes, I overpay for it. But point being is 95% of the time, I'm streaming something. If I ever get the chance to watch TV, I'm streaming it. So, but that's why I was asking that question too, is just like, you know, you, you know, when I, when I leave it like with our cabin, for example, it's got this old ass therm, the old dial thermostat in there. Like when this thing was originally built Yeah. and, and I want to get it out of there. Um, and I want to change, you know, change some of the things up in there. And I'm thinking, man, this would be a hell of a lot nicer if I just like, get one and put it on the wall and not have to wire any, like it just boom sticks and it's done and it controls my thing. Well, shit, my equipment wouldn't speak to it right now because it needs to be changed out too. So, uh, if one of, one of our Prescott Arizona dealers is listening right now, hit me up because <clears throat> I need to, I need to get, <laughs> I need to update my units, but you know, I just, I love the technology. I mean, obviously I live in the technology world, but, um, this is where my two worlds cross over is this whole, you know, HVAC, the thermostats, things like that, but it, it just does so much more. Well, I, have so many apps on my phone. I have to put a little, you know, a little folder to say, Hey, uh, I'm going to control my outdoor lights from my phone because I'm out of town a bunch. And I'm like, Oh, you know what? I'm gone. It's now October. I want to change the outdoor lights to orange. So that way it's cool. Cause I always decorate my house for yep. seasons. Super but cool. I hate, but look at this. If I showed you my app, this is what we're talking about. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different apps within one folder that control all of my shit. And I'm like, yep. how can I bypass this thing finally and have just one single source like to go to? And I'm not sure that's like, you know, but, but it's got to get down. It's going to go down that path. To, to a degree, it's already, it's already <laughs> happening. Um, you know, I've got, I've got 70, 71. Um, I'll, you know, I, I'm not trying to brag. I'm trying to get everybody. I'm trying to make a point that I've got 71 devices that I run off of my Google home app. And those aren't, those aren't all Google products, right? I'm right. running lighting, shades, fans, um, my, you know, my Roomba, uh, speakers, vacuum, your Roomba. Right? Yeah. Like every, I can run almost anything off of that if it's connected. And I think that's the part, you know, we aren't going to make everything. Um, Google right. is going to make everything. We don't want to make everything. What we do want though, is we want, all the manufacturers that do make connected stuff or want to make connected stuff. We, we literally are trying to build what we call the helpful home. And so if we can take something that's a really awesome product and enable that to just seamlessly operate in our ecosystem so that you can speak it out loud or operate it from the same panel where you're running everything else, that's, that's the goal. That's the cool part. Um, so, but it, it, it takes engineers and it takes engineering um, and it takes some time, but I, I, every year it just gets bigger um, and there's more stuff uh, that, that you're able to, to do. Um, and I think that there is opportunities for so many things, you know, you can be in your kitchen and cutting an onion and you may want to know how much charge you have in your car. You should be able to just, have that information up in front of you, right? Um, if you, I think that there's opportunities where when a system breaks down, we're surfacing contractors um, information, but you know, 
um, you should be able to just book the appointment um, while you cut the onion. Uh, it, I, all of that is is there. Um, so it's only going to get more. It's only going to get faster. So to the to the listening audience, like start to dabble. Don't roll with it. You don't have to do the whole thing, but start to participate. I think, and it doesn't matter, even if you're not gonna use Google, you're gonna use some other connected stat, that's fine too. But get involved with with the business and, and figure out the right ways for your stuff to be super relevant to a to a customer's life um, and how they live in the home. Uh, the, the, the smart thermostat business is not going to get smaller. It yeah. is only going to get bigger. So 100%. What, what I, what I've, you know, have at least I feel like I've got enough credibility and experience to say is as a contractor, if you're not 80% smart right now, you're probably behind yeah. the schedule on what you want to be. Yeah. Right. And I know that the business isn't there yet. So I'm, I'm speaking to like a lot of contractors, a lot of pros, but there is no reason from a business decision standpoint like it's your business it's it's your job to run that business and be profitable with your business and and have success in your business using smart thermostats is the smart thing to do in your business um that would be like that's that's a major thing that i would kind of just boldly say yeah i think it's a good call out i think one thing you you mentioned that i love too is just the voice side of this whole thing um, you know, because you like, here's a perfect example. My, my littlest girl, she's seven. I got four kids. I got my, my youngest daughter, seven years old. So like, she's got a relationship with like Alexa <laughs> in our kitchen, right? Cause she's asking questions, but so this is for all of our listeners right now. If you don't have any headphones on, like you're in the car, you're at, you're at home listening to this or whatever you're playing. It's playing on a speaker. I want you to turn it up right now. Turn it up. Turn it up. You're going to thank me for this. So you get that thing turned up. Okay. Google, tell me a good Halloween joke. <laughs> Hopefully right now your Google home service is telling you a good Halloween joke or whatever. Point being is I love that you can even now just talk to your stuff. Like you can talk to these different smart devices too. And um, point being of that whole thing is, is like that to, to my seven-year-old daughter is normal. Like that's never, it would be weird that she didn't have that. And so that was my whole point with that whole thing too. I was just was trying to have fun with saying, oh, I really hope that worked on somebody and their device started telling them a Halloween joke or something. But, but that's kind of the realistic, you know, the reality of, of what this, of what life is like. Well, yeah, and, um, and I'm, you know, even as the Google guy, right? Right. Um, I'm still, I'm still older generation um, at at 52, right? Yeah. Um, and it was, it was my kids who, when I wanted to change the temperature, I was either using my phone or I was, you know, when I was standing up, I was walking by it, and my kids were like, "Why do you do that? Why don't you just ask Google to do it?" Um, and what it was this, it was like a little bit of developing the habit. And so I just started to force myself. And now, like, if I can't use my voice, um, it feels like it's a pain in the neck. Like, oh, I got to <laughs> physically go do that. Uh, yep. So, 
And that's where everything's going to still, it's just going to trend that way, like it or not. Right. So ride the wave um, and take advantage of it, make money on it. I want to go into this one piece before um, we go further. I would just go back to something you started talking about, which was diagnostic like type stuff and, and the, and the therm and the thermostat being proactive and those things. Um, and now I know you talk about how it can say, Hey, you know, it, it, um, it can understand the problem or, or understand that there is an problem and communicate with the home, the homeowner. And then the homeowner connects with the contractor to finish the job or to get the deal, to get the thing done, whatever it is. Is there, is there a point in the, in time? Well, there is a point in time when this is going to happen. I just don't know how far down the road it is, but at what point, does it even remove that from the process where the homeowner, it, it actually understands there's an issue, potentially what the issue is and dispatches the contractor before the homeowner even knows there's a problem. How far out is that in your opinion? Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's far out. I think there is a little bit of, you know, what we call the creepy factor where yeah. you, know, you, you didn't know about it, but the dudes uh, at your door, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and I get all that and that's what, that's what, but I'm trying to think about like, yeah, that's weird. It is super weird. Just like it's weird as shit that I can have DoorDash drop food off at my front door and not say anything to me, take a picture and text it to me. You know, and didn't even say anything to me. I just had some random person come and drop off my food at my front door and not even talk to me. The difference is, I think, and this is the important piece, um, and we we totally recognize this and and we're believers in it. Um, It's about the customer opting in for that, saying, yes, that is how I want. If when when my stuff goes wrong, I do want my contractor to know about it. Um, And so that they're helping, you know, deal with this right away and also giving the the consumer or the homeowner the ability to say, no, no, I want to know about it and I'll handle it. Right. Respecting both areas. And I get as a contractor that you want to be notified. I totally, totally get it. I, and I'm with you. Um, we want you to be notified. Um, so I, I think that there is more room for that. It is absolutely uh, an, a, a desire, want, and call it a possible need, um, you know, in the business. Yeah, man. It's just something, I mean, did you know, like I asked that cause I'm like, I am genuinely interested in the thought process behind all this because I see a lot of it like that too. Is it too abrasive? Um, is it too intrusive? Is, you know, when do you lose, like, do you feel like you lose control? You know, I don't know, but um, like here's a perfect example too. I, you know, it, I have with my cabin, I have a whole home generator, right? I have a, a, a Generac home, home generator up there that I have the app for that lets me know if there's, if there's an outage or whatever, it sits at the top of a mountain. So there's a lot of crazy weather at 7,000 feet. Yeah. So, so I love the fact that it can, it does that. And my company that hooked it up actually has, you know, access to that information as well. And they're not going and doing anything about it. But the whole point that, you know, the whole home generator is to be the backup, you know, plan. But I still know about when it all goes on. I love that idea because I'm not there. I would have no idea. I mean, other than because even my, even my security systems are on Wi-Fi. And just because that went out doesn't mean my security systems are, are went out because they've got. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, I'm so interested in that 
and and how far down the road is that from everyone's perspective? I mean, I get asked that as if I'm supposed to be the exer- expert in this, but I think maybe it's because I'm connected to so many players that I hear these things, I think, more frequently than than others. And it's just something I'm genuinely interested in, which is why I asked you that question. I, I don't think it's that far away. Well, me either, man. But it is interesting. I, I'll be curious to see when, like when that becomes something and what that, like how that shifts like I could never in a million years, my grandpa, retired farmer, th- this would blow him away right now, all of these things. Well, I mean, think about it. The the What do we do in the business? We put stickers on things. Um, we hope that they'll look at those stickers. We'll send out mailers. We try to do service agreements. Um, we, some, some contractors have, um, you know, uh, people making calls, making, trying to schedule appointments for preventative maintenance, et cetera. All of that, I don't think that goes away, but you know, I, I when I talk about HVAC monitoring, I've got this uh, picture in this deck that we, that we talk to contractors and wholesalers and even OEMs about where it's this furnace and, and I, uh, I ran into it. It's a furnace. It's got three different contractor stickers on it and who wins i don't know who wins uh you know whoever that homeowner thinks maybe they called last time versus using technology that prompts you tells you the information can literally connect you at a press of a button it's it's now as simple as doordash right that is that is where the business is right now and so if you're not if you're not doing that and you're still putting on a sticker, you're at a, in my opinion, you're at a disadvantage and you're, you're compromising opportunity in your business. That's, that's my biggest message to, to contractors. Now uh, I'm at an event here. I'm traveling. I was at an event last night. I'm at another one tonight. I won't be talking about our thermostats whatsoever. I'll be talking about HVAC monitoring tonight. Everything that I'm going to be talking about is HVAC monitoring because I know how I used to spend so much money trying to get every single customer. Why would I take the risk of those customers forgetting? Again, they don't, you know, as much as I think heating and cooling is sexy, there's a lot of people (laughs) out there that don't find it sexy, right? So stay connected. Hey, how that's great. HVAC monitoring. How many, how many NIST thermostats are on walls? Do you know? I know I kind of threw it, threw it, threw it, we, threw it we, out there. We, but. Yeah, publicly, you know, it's well over ten million. Damn. Okay. Cool. Man, you got in such a good time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, Chris. Trust me, I know. Like, uh, and and uh, I feel so so you know fortunate. Um to, you know, have been able to go on that ride and, and meet some of the people like, listen, I got a chance to work with Tony Fidel, Tony Fidel. He created the thermostat. He created the iPod. He created the iPhone. I got a chance to work with that guy. I'm an HVAC contractor out of Western Massachusetts. I feel blessed that I got a chance to just work with that guy. Um, and Matt Rogers had a chance to work with him. Yeah, Um, you know, and there's a whole bunch of other folks uh, that I could rattle off and I'll sound like Johnny name dropper here. It's not my intention. I just, 
my intention is to get across that I know it. I, I'm super fortunate to to be able to do what I do when I did it and participate in all it. And I'm um I am making things happen um that I'm really, really proud of sometimes because I know that we're helping guys that play with their own rent money every day. They're contractors, yeah. right? And I yeah. was yeah. I was one of those dudes and I always wear that hat. I always think of it in that manner. Um, and, it, you know, I, I try to get across without sounding like the Google guy. I, yeah. I want to be your fellow contractor in the conversation, uh, really. So, yeah, that's good. I mean, that is your connecting point that that's the added credibility is that's what you that's your core. That's that's what you were. And so you 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 are no different. And you're pulling from that. You just are now in this world. It, totally. And, and it's, um, it's, it's really, really cool. If there was, if there was one wish that I had for the industry, I would just want to turn up the volume on, uh, progression just a little <laughs> bit. Right. Uh, that would, that would be my, uh, my dream. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, I mean, listen, I'm a hundred percent on board with, with that too. Um, but I'll tell you what, I started playing in the roofing industry and I realized where I, when I thought that the HVAC industry was behind, <laughs> um, that one is significantly further behind. So then it makes me feel really good about it. Yeah. Uh, but well, shout out to all my roofers listening. You know, I love you. Wait, um, wait till, but though, you know, that, that industry, think about the, how solar is affecting mm -hmm. that industry. Um, Absolutely. It, it's, it's going to be some real, um, intersections that start Absolutely. to start to hit them as well. A million percent. Yep. All over it too. Yeah. I mean, all this is, like I said, it's somewhat all of it in my world too, because you know, I have customers that are doing these things. And then when I think about the diagnostic piece of it, again, if I, if I start to think about it selfishly, I wonder, well, I'm a marketing business. I have eight, you know, roughly what, 700, 800 contractors as customers. How is that going to impact my business? Does it, if it bypasses, a marketing company. Is that a problem? Slightly. That's a, that's a problem. Um, I don't know that that's how it's going to pan. Like it's going to pan out. They're still going to need it, but I'm just saying like, it's enough to where I'm the CEO of a company. and need to think about those things because I only work in the trades. I read the book, uh, only the paranoid survive. Um, there's, there's a certain level of that, that's got a lot of truth to it. So got to, it's a driver, man. It's a driver. It's a motivator. But I'm also just curious in nature. Like I want to understand like what, what could be. And I also have to push myself, you know, and, and listen, like I've got a search engine optimization team here that, you know, has to struggle to keep up with all the changes that are coming out constantly from, from Google. So I just, it's, it's the world I've lived, I live in anyway. So, um, I want, I want to kind of, I think we're probably about 45 minutes or so. And I want to be respectful of our time too. And, um, and I love these conversations, you know, because one, I want our listeners just to hear all the things. And so even though it's not just nest, 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 that's the, that's what you get to talk about. Cause that's the world that you're in. But this whole smart thermostat thing, if, if you're ignoring it, the hope is you start paying attention to it and you find an solution, right? Obviously Gene would want you to want you to go nest, but an solution to, to get on board and start to, you know, become more progressive for yourself with the phase that you're in. But I'm on board, man. I wish we would move a little bit quicker on, on technology. And I've had some really good conversations with the, he's now the global, um, I think he's a global president or president of global air and, and water at Ream. Um, his name is Mike Branson and Mike Branson and I have known each other a lot of years. He was a carrier guy. That's where I met him back in the day. 
Um, I know he's heavy into that R and D space, but I just always like how he's a progressive, he's a progressive thinker, but I've, I talked to, um, in the marketing space about the herd mentality. And this certainly I think applies here too. And it's, you know, you kind of see what all the big, like all the big players are doing. And then you're like, Oh, well they're doing this. So I need to do this, even though you've not really educated yourself on exactly what they're doing and, or if it even makes sense to your size of business and your market and sure. whatever. Sure. Uh, it's the same thing in this space, right? Yeah, like, I, I, I call it, I call it bell cow. <laughs> makes like, sense. You know, you, you, you see somebody that's really successful doing some of those things. And there's a lot of people that pay attention to that and, and, for, and rightfully so for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Like yep. if, if somebody's listening to our podcast right now and they, they still don't, you know, they don't like me or they don't like nest. The one thing that I would say is like the take out of it is take a look at what you're doing on the connected side from a control standpoint. And are you making the right decision? Cause the industry itself still sells more non-connected product than connected. Right. And, and there are occasions where it doesn't make sense. Maybe it's a cabin in the woods and you have no Wi-Fi. Maybe yeah. it's a really senior, senior person. And they don't want anything to do with it. Or maybe it's just somebody who they have to do some work and they have to sell the home. So they're looking, they're looking for the, the, the least expensive way least, to yep. meet whatever it is. I get where there are scenarios where connected may not make sense. But realistically, connected makes more sense. There's just too many benefits for you as the contractor and for the consumer to not have it as like, this is the standard and make sure that you're talking about it. Make sure you're yeah. including it, right? Even if you're not going to use my brand, you <laughs> should, you should use my brand. <laughs> but, but I don't, I don't think that's the, that's the main message today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. And, and, you know, and really, I want what I was where I was kind of going with that whole thing on the herd mentality too is, um, in my opinion, was the clear pioneer in that space, and it's created a monster, a beast, if you will, and and from and there's people that want to be that, and so are you starting to see some of these other like randoms coming out of the woodwork who are trying to get into the smart like the smart thermostat game, the connected home game. Are you starting to see some of those things happening more and more like the herd following? I, I actually, I actually see it slimming down. Um, okay. And, okay. And the reason I say that is because I think there has been this realization of who are the, who are the main it, building hardware is really, really expensive. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's expensive and it's hard because of the software to run that hardware. And so just jumping into the game is, is not easy anymore. Right. Um, what I see though, on that herd mentality is, you know, the, the bigger, the contractor, the, the more it seems like they understand the value point of what this can do for them. Um, and then that, those are the bell cows that kind of go down to the, to the smaller contractors that are aspiring to be that big and get their business that big. Um, so, you know, it, 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 and you know, you, 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 you talked about, um, you know, just some of how that resonates across the, the, the trade, but, yeah. um, yeah, well, it's, it's I, cool. I think, you know, in, in my thought process on this, because having, worked with Google for so long. I've seen a little bit different capacity, but I mean, I've had done a lot of 
things was like when, when Google home services first rolled out yeah, early, early on, uh, I have beta tested that Rhino beta tested that when it opened up for HVAC, we did. Like we were the first ones that kind of went in and helped with help with that piece of for the first nine months before it rolled out open publicly. And which was what 2014 was 2014. So I've kind of gotten involved with different things. And I honestly, I legit gene, I thought what was going to happen is they were going to, I was going to get all this information. I thought they were going to say, boop, we're going to just, we're going to buy you. We're going to bring yeah. you in. That's yeah. legit what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and it's not, and it's okay because company is significantly bigger today, <clears throat> but, but yeah. the point being is, could you see a space where if some, if you start to see someone who's kind of an up and comer gets great technology that you say, Oh, well, they obviously are doing something. Then we just, since we're the big boys, we can snatch, we can snatch them up. Or, I mean, I don't even know if that makes, if that makes sense. But the point mm -hmm. being is if, if there's one of those that players that starts to get like some really good advancement in it, is that like, would that be part of a strategy that you guys would deploy? It, I think if it, if it made sense to, right. you know, add value to what we do is a total plug in. Um, you know, we concentrate on right now. It's, there's a lot of focus on energy, a lot of fo focus yeah. on connectivity and a lot of focus yep. on awareness, like making sure that Huge. you're able to know what's going on in your home. So if there are things out there, companies would we acquire, I mean, Google buys companies. Yeah. Just like anybody of course. else, but you know, more important for us would probably be like, how do we, if it's a great, if it's a really great thing, how do we get that into our ecosystem? How do we enable that to, to operate in our world? Um, I think that's, that's, what's really, I think a, a, a main focus or driver first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I'm just like kind of spitballing with a little bit, just as I, as I, as I'm thinking through this, like, at the, at the end of the game, at the end of the day is my assumption is Google wants to be the best and your perspective is the best in this, in this Nest thermostat. Like this is the best product. If we find one that could be, I think it's good to have great competition. It pushes all of us. I'm no different, but man, sometimes it's easier to say, well, let's just get that one and bring it in. And if it's, if it's better for the overall experience of the product and the service itself, it makes sense to me. I'm no different. I'm doing acquisitions as well. Right. If, and so it's just, Sometimes easier for me to snatch that up, bring it in house, learn from it, and then make it better for the, the the greater good, if you will. So, so speaking of which, this would be a great segue to our last question. And thanks for the time because I think we're all damn near an hour into this thing too. So it flies by. I told you, man, when you get in these conversations, like and you and I, like I enjoy it. They move through. It moves through really quick. Oh, I'm last I'm, thing is I'm with you. Dude, I take so much pride, you know, with our with our listeners and just sharing like insights and maybe like what's coming, you know, and what's coming next. Like, and because it's kind of what I'm always looking at is what's next, what's next. Sure. So Gene, my man, tell me what's next on Google's horizon. <laughs> anything like coming out 23, 20, 2024 surprise, like anything you can share, like what's next man in your world that you can share. Of course. I, I, I can't share a specific product. Um, we literally just, um, maybe it's two weeks now, you know, we just rolled out uh, a new, our new wired video doorbell. We rolled out our new uh, Wi-Fi six um, gigahertz uh, Wi-Fi mesh Wi-Fi. So we always roll out new product. Um, there will be, you know, always new product, but I, right. I think for the, for the listeners and uh, you know, just call it fans of smart home, et cetera. Um, and HVAC energy, 
is a major focus and um, I, it will play a major role for the things that we think about investing in um, and enabling um, just whether it's you understanding what you're using for energy to helping you save energy uh, to giving you the ability to control that energy. Um, that I think is uh, where you will continue to, to see us, you know, uh, have a presence. And um, I think electrification of the home will only continue to get bigger. Um, and it, when I say that, it, that's a global thing, not even just a U.S. thing. You think yeah. about what's going on with Ukraine and, and yep. Europe and what that's driving. I mean, the U.K., uh, I forget what the exact dates are. It's not far away. Like you won't have a fossil fuel boiler. It's going to be a heat pump. Yep. Right. And there are massive amounts of of subsidization and government dollars and things that are being applied to to make that happen. And that's that's for political reasons. It's for it's for sustainability reasons, green reasons. Like there's that is that is the, the, the I think the the some of the latest. Um, you know, ARI information, I, I, I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to try to quote the number, but um, I believe heat pumps are now outselling gas furnaces, right? That is, that is, that's major. Yeah, uh, for sure. So like I, I, I pay attention to energy that we'll be paying attention to energy. Well, I can tell you this from my world, because you can see who's searching for what, how many times, on Google, I can tell you what heat pumps is trending upward and has been trending upward. And by the way, I love going after that keyword because if somebody's searching for heat pump, somebody's already met with them once and told them what the hell heat pump is. <laughs> and that's the only reason they've searched for it was they're looking for a, a, a second a second bid on a and the, heat the, pump. And the cool thing about connected technology for contractors to know, like forget about, you know, the fact that it keeps you connected with your customer and, and that's a smart thing for your business. Yep. As we learn great things about how we can help save energy, um, we can download that software into every thermostat that's already existing. So if we if if we discover a better way to control a heat pump that helps save more money but keeps everyone comfortable, we can we can just make that happen. Like it's that's super cool. You don't have to go change the hardware. Yeah. So. That's, that's um, the whole AI side of this thing. That thing is so cool. Yeah. So I think those are just all the advantages and it's, it, it, it is very expansive. Um, and so sometimes it's hard to get away from just the way that we used to think about the business. Yep. Especially in this industry. I completely on board. Well, listen, I heard you say loud and clear energy, <laughs> energy. Well, Hey man, Gina, listen, I appreciate it. Man. I'm glad we finally got to get this thing done. I feel like, it, you know, it, it took us a few months to kind of get her locked down, but we did it. The timing is right. I'm excited, especially because it's a shoulder season for a lot of, of uh, a lot of our contractors. So, you know, they're listening. We always see a nice little increase That's great. Uh, in, in volume whenever it's the shoulder seasons. But, bro, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for sharing all your insights. Your story's cool. You know, I mean, it's what a fun, what a fun world you're living in. <laughs> I, um, I'm, I'm, yeah. And thanks for having me on. Um, it, it is a, it is a cool job. It's got challenges. Like there's like any other job, um, it's got challenges and this it's, there's a lot of, 
of, of uh, sometimes I feel like I'm preaching. I don't want to use that word preaching. I'm just always just trying to tell the story, educate. And, and I'm always, you know, I have a lot of contractors that approach me with arms folded and usually by yeah. the end, their arms aren't folded and they're, they're gotcha. having their head up and down and they're, they're getting it. Um, so I appreciate this opportunity to do some of that on a, on a big wider scale. And, um, if there's, uh, an opportunity in the future, man, I would, I would totally dig it. Yeah. Well, I would say if you're open to it, if there's a, if there's at least a, a, a good way for somebody to connect with you and I don't necessarily mean, you know, you'd give them your phone number, but if there's a good way for, for the listeners to connect you, to ask you any questions, if it's email, if it's through LinkedIn, if it's through something like that, something like that, you mind sharing? I'm a huge, I'm a huge LinkedIn guy. Um, cool. so, so I, I, I love that I'm a B2B guy, right? I, <laughs> I've, I've done Twitter and, and I, I just, I think, um, I think LinkedIn is an awesome, uh, it's the professional platform for this. It, yeah. So it's all good. It's just so good. So I'm, I'm just Gene Lanoi, L-A-N-O-I-S yep. on LinkedIn. I have some contractors that hit me up directly. Please yep. don't hesitate. I, I literally look at LinkedIn multiple times a day. Yeah, me too. Me too. Well, well, thank you for that. And then listeners take advantage of it. Um, but Gene, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. I, uh, I love this topic. It won't be the last time we have the conversation about this topic. Um, I'll be yeah, curious cool. to kind of go to see where this thing is, you know, two years removed from now to see what kind of conversation we're having. It will be different uh, every six months. It feels like there's just some big chasms that are closed. I love uh, it. So. I love it. Well, Listeners, you know, I'm going to finish this thing off with the review. I mean, we're like probably like a solid hour into this thing at this point in time, maybe even a little bit over, but um, it's worth taking the time for it. But hopefully you enjoyed those things, listeners. And again, like I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and finish with the review. Um, this one is from Dwight E. And it says, I really enjoy listening to every one of your podcasts. It's funny, informative, and super valuable. I eagerly anticipate each new episode. So Dwight, thank you very much. And I hope you eagerly anticipated this episode and, and it was everything you thought it would be. <laughs> I'm sure Gene feels the same. <laughs> so we appreciate you guys listeners. Yeah. Good and job. listen, the big thing, the big thing I heard from this was um, just some awareness around what truly can these smart thermostats do for your business and whatever one it is, pick, pick the one educate yourself on, on the value of this thing and the value to the homeowner. So that way you can truly believe it, but do something. And I heard him say energy. If Google is focusing on energy, I promise you there was a lot of thought process that went behind it before that become a focus. I promise you that's how that's working. But I mean, what's Elon Musk focusing on? I mean, lots of different things, but um, anyhow, I just, you know, listeners, I want you to take away from this particular podcast, man, if you're not doing something in this smart space, I promise you, you can get ahead of some of your competitors by doing it. So find the decision, make one. Amen. And if we can help you, um, do, you know, reach out, um, our, our website for everyone, Chris is g.co forward slash nest pro. Um, and they can sign up and, and from there, you know, they'll have access to information and we can email them when there's new products and new services. So hopefully that's helpful for everyone. Absolutely. Perfect. And we'll go ahead and share that link in the post as, as well. So to make it easy for them to get to it and check it out. And that's my gift back to you for giving me your time. So thank you for that, Gene. I appreciate it. Thank you. And then to our listeners again, man, listen, like I always say, you don't got to do everything, but you got to do something. No zero days. Listeners, thank you so much again for listening to this podcast week after week. We are 
extremely grateful. Again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to give back to the home services industry that we love so much, whether you're a rhino or not. We really, really appreciate all the subscribers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please go in and subscribe and you'll get all the episodes sent to you automatically weekly. Also, we have really enjoyed your feedback. Uh, it's so meaningful for us when we get to read the nice comments that you guys put. So keep doing that. And if you don't know how to do it, here's what you got to do. You search for To The Point Home Services on Apple Podcasts. You click on our profile, scroll all the way down to the bottom and hit write a review and be honest and share your story and how the podcast has impacted you and your business. Thanks again from the bottom of our hearts at To The Point Home Services Podcast. We appreciate you.